Hey, Rick, what's up? Hey, man, how's it going? It's good, how are you? I'm okay. Wait, see, I noticed something's wrong, though. Yeah, man. I um, I was on my way to Jolar, but I wanted to stop at Bobar. Mm-hmm. And also, I need a real litter really bad. Hmm, hmm. Real litter, let me see here. Oh, Pompeo Baragan. Pompeo Baragan? That's right. He's the number one realtor in all of South Bay. Oh, man. I'm going to have to look him up. Does he have an Instagram account? Definitely. His Instagram account is... Whoa. Yeah. I'll definitely check him out. Thanks, man. No problem, dude. Once again, his Instagram is... Today is Monday, May 15th, 2017. This is the We Don't Know podcast, episode number 16. My name is Ricky, joined as always by... Jorge. <clears throat> what is up, man? Sorry about that. No, nothing, man. Just hanging out here. Seemed like a... I was talking to you earlier about how it seemed like it's been forever since we've seen each other. I know, man. It's it has. It's been a week. It's been, a, it's been kind of a long week. I don't know if it was for you, but it most certainly was for me. Yeah, I definitely... I mean... It felt like it for sure. More more of a work long week for me than anything. But yeah. oh, really? Did you have any extra days or no? It was just uh, there's um, one day where I had to stay a little bit late, maybe just like an hour extra for finishing this stupid thing, and then there was the dreaded inventory that comes twice a year. So that was like a nice ten hour day. Is that like an like an audit? <clears throat> no, it's literally well, well, it's us counting. Oh. It's another company counting us verifying it. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. so it's like an audit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are the worst because then they're they're just like eyeballing you and stuff. And you know when you have your place, it's your place, it's your store. And then these guys come in, and all of a sudden you you feel a bit displaced. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know being in this business ten years. It's another thing that happens. But, just um, something you're used to. Yeah, exactly. It just sucks. Like working until three thirty in the morning sucks. I'm still <clears throat> pretty sleepy. Three in the morning. Yeah. We sh- we should also probably apologize. Our voices yeah. are all we're all <coughs> messed we're up. All, we're all messed up because yeah. we were having a a fit of laughter before before we were recording, and I don't think we've quite recovered. No, no. I no. thought we I thought I was okay, but I'm clearly not. So sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry for the two it, minutes of throat clearing. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take a bit, I think, to uh, get, get get that. Back. Yeah, yeah. That was a good I was. Time. I literally was laughing so hard I almost passed. You almost out. passed out. Yeah. Yeah. I was, so I had I had my uh I had the phone. I had dialed nine one and I was waiting <laughs> waiting for that last one. Yeah. But yeah, what's up? What's going on? How was Not this weekend? Not much, man. Uh, it was good. It was Mother's Day. I'm sure you knew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you heard. For America. Oh, that's right. That's right. Did you? So you celebrated it on Wednesday of last week. Well, yeah. I mean, I called my mom. Ah. Yeah, okay. I was working. We're supposed to do a thing yesterday, you know, just because right. that was like the the best timing. But I just I couldn't get up out of my house. I was too um, messed up from lack of sleep. Oh, really? So yeah. you just ixnayed? Yeah. So I'll you know I'll deal. Rain a check. With yeah. <coughs> get a Excuse breakfast me. going or something. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. Breakfast is like the traditional thing, and and also on cue. There go the sirens. Mm-hmm. If you don't do it. On the actual day, you avoid yeah the, crowd. the mass hysteria yep. Yep. of doing it on the day. I mean, 
I was driving around Chula Vista because we went to visit my parents, mm-hmm. and I went to LTs, Los Taquitos. All right. Yeah. And I'm throwing a fit because all these cars are pulling in. Because mm-hmm. it's like this <laughs> thing, when I'm going to Los Taquitos, Los Taquitos, I yes, got to say it right. Um, when I'm when I'm going there, for some reason, and I, I don't know if, if this is like mental, you know, people say you think about yeah. something and you make it happen. So maybe I'm making this happen, quote unquote, it. willed mm-hmm. it into being. Uh-huh. But literally every single time I go, there is a like I make that turn onto Third Avenue, and I'm I'm getting ready to make the right, and the car in front of me goes, "I want LTs too," and then they pull in in front of me, and I'm like, "Why does that happen every time?" So this time, mm-hmm. I'm actually because I'm going eastbound from the five freeway. Okay. Um, I'm on the left You're turn the left. lane. Yeah. So I have a clear view, and I'm just seeing cars just piling into the. <laughs> And I'm freaking out. I'm like, why does this happen every time? And Marcy's like, chill, man. Like, it's it's okay. We're not in a hurry. Yeah. I'm like, I want my tacos. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But I realized they were actually going to the flower shop next oh, to Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they weren't actually going, going to, to LTs. LTs. They yeah. were going to the flower shop. That's funny, man. And yeah, man, there was like 20 cars. I'm like, come on, really? It's like three in the afternoon on Sunday. You waited this, this long. This long. To go get flowers, like you deserve whatever you're getting right there in that place. Dead, overpriced Dead flowers. flowers, dude. Yep. Yep. And just waiting in line and people pushing. Yeah, and angry. you know what I mean? Mer. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love my mom more than you. <laughs> <laughs> I was here 10 minutes earlier, yeah. therefore. But yeah, it was um, it was a cool weekend, man. It, it went a little quick for me. And uh, it was, you know, Mother's Day was cool and stuff. But yeah, it went a little, a little quick for me. I did, however, catch up on... Some long uh, overdue business. Okay. Uh, apparently, I'm not a good nerd mm-hmm. because I've never seen Blade Runner. Oh, okay. You've seen it? Yeah. I've never seen it. Mm. I watched it this week. Man, what'd you think? Um, I thought it was like if I if I look at it from like the type like just you know as a as a fan of sci-fi yep. and of movies and film and cinema. Yep. Um, I thought it was a masterpiece mm-hmm. that said, I, it was a, it was a, it was a bit boring at mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. but that's just the way films of that era were. Yeah. Kind of film. Now, did you watch the director's cut? <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, no, I decided to theatrical release. Yeah. I thought that was the way to go. I was like, if I'm going to watch all it right, for the first right. time, yeah, I should that watch it sense. that way. And then on my second viewing, I'll watch the director's cut because that's it's a director's cut, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that in the second viewing. Okay, cool, uh, man. Definitely. But yeah, um, I I stopped you in your thought, but that's how movies were back then for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of that. There's a lot more character development. Yes, character and development. The plot. It's not so much story driven. It's more character driven, mm-hmm. and they're they're fleshing out the character throughout yep. the film. Also, it really felt like. Like, you know, like a cop film. Yeah, dude. Like your your typical kind of burnt out cop yep, film. Yep. Which was cool because it was it had the sci-fi setting. Mm-hmm. And I could put myself in that frame of mind where the, you know, where the, it was mind-blowing special effects. And um, to their credit, the, it's really held up. Like, yeah. I was like, wow, this movie was made in 1983 or yeah, whatever, 84. right. Yeah, it's insane. It, it was really well done. The sets were amazing. Yeah, the, the, set, the sets are amazing, dude. I, to to now even you look yep. at it and you're like, that's not a real city. Like, wow, it's yeah, very good. And um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it was it was. There were a few moments where I was like, oh, the pacing. But 
It was a good movie. Yeah, I, I definitely see why everyone's like, how have you not seen this film and consider yourself a sci-fi fan? Yeah, but... Because I know, do. That's probably my favorite genre. How many... You know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of things. A lot that can be said, but for for a lot of films and whatnot, like Back to the Future. Yeah, so certain somebody hasn't seen that. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names. Yeah, yeah. But I, uh, <clears throat> I still need to see Aliens as well. Okay, that's the other one. That's the next one on the list of you know. Of oh my god, you haven't seen? Oh my god, how have you? Movie yeah, this. Yep. Uh-huh. that's Aliens is next. I've seen Alien. Yeah, thought it was fantastic. That was great, man. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ser- seriously, I. I I prefer that more that type of horror sci-fi thing than just like blood and guts, mm-hmm. like a gore. Ho- yeah, Full like a gore. murderer dude. Okay, like the freaking alien. Oh, man, I mean, I don't want that after me. You you would stand no chance. Yeah, exactly. If it's like, um, what is it that child's play? The little doll. Yeah, art Chucky. Uh, yeah, or would, Dead Silence. Or there's always no. like these weird kind of uh, guys. Yeah, you know, Jason. Yeah. Freddy. You could yeah answer any bad guy. And I'm not worried. But you insert an alien, then. Well, yeah, it spits acid. Acid. It yeah. bleeds acid. And then there's a new alien movie coming out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it when I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm always. It's always scary when they rehash something, just like Blade Runner. Yep. Oh, they're yeah, they're doing yeah, a too. yeah. I just found out about that. Simple, yeah. I was talking to my friend about it. My friend Razor. He's the one who's like, "How have you not seen this?" Mm-hmm. And. um He's like, yeah, there's, I'm, I'm excited for the sequel. I'm like, what? Oh, I guess I watched it at the right time. But apparently Harrison Ford's in that as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Good old Harrison Ford. Good old Harrison Ford. Man. But yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be cool, you know, when that sequel does come out. They're just out of curiosity for sure. And and supposedly, you know, that trailer, the newest, the newest trailer looked pretty good. So I'm not, I'm not dreading it. It's just, you know, sometimes you're like, is this necessary? Yeah. I was at a bonfire this weekend. Mm-hmm. And somebody said that there was a Back to the Future 4 coming out. And he was like telling me, oh, they brought everyone back. And like for a good like two or three minutes, the two or three minutes he was explaining this before I pulled up the trailer and saw it was an obvious hoax. (laughs) In my head, I was going through that same thing. Like, why? Why are they? This is not necessary at all. Write a new movie about time travel. That's completely different and awesome. You know, do something new. You know, don't, don't rehash, don't reboot, reboot's the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I was thinking about like the comic book movies. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to do a ton of reboots. I mean, I know they've already rebooted Spider-Man like three times. Yep. How many times has Batman been rebooted? Yep. But this is just going to be reboots and reboots on top of reboots. Cause think about it. These actors aren't going to be able to keep up. Exactly. I mean, how many Iron Man movies does Robert Downey Jr. have left in them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even if you say 10, that's still just 10. Disney's not going to stop. No. They're going to keep making them. So, yeah, they're going to be rebooting till, I don't know, till time ends, till the sun swallows the earth. Yeah, yeah. In a hydrogen kiss. Bleak vision of what's to come. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, I was was like, man, there's going to be reboots aplenty. But, you know, people keep eating them up, so. Yeah, that's that's the thing, is as soon as people stop going, never mind, then, then it'll change. But until then. And then on the flip side, though, no one's forcing us to watch those re- reboots either. You know, I'm I'm I've I kind of think about it sometimes and I'm like, you know what? I don't need to go watch that. And, and so I don't. That's it. I haven't Problem been solved. to the theater since Rogue One. Really? Yeah. Oh, good man. I just yeah. I, you know, I'm going to have to take you to go see a movie and make sure that we 
go to the AMC with the reclining oh, seats. Oh no, no, we already we already discussed that. <laughs> Unless I'll, I'll only go if you bring a blanket from home. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice smelly unwashed blanket, right. please. Your best Walmart attire, which is like <laughs> sleepy pants. Yeah, and some slide-on sandals, with mm-hmm. disgusting, s- moist no s- socks. Oh, no socks for optimum stink. Well, okay, what's worse? I think no socks is worse. But what if the socks are nice and moist from? Ugh, from the, like from a long sweat. day. Yeah, a long day. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah, yeah, because that's built up <laughs> cheese that's and way worse. you know whatever else. Yeah, that's that's great. That's what you're sitting on, people. <laughs> and uh you walked in you walked in on me watching master of Night. yeah 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 which you which yeah. you recommended yes on our instagram page to to our followers yeah i mean it, i'm if people don't know that show was out there that's a good show yeah yeah that it was uh alongside the norm special too so yeah i i need to see that mm-hmm. is it good yeah is it just stand-up yeah oh perfect stand-up yeah nice that's hour. what i want yeah. hour of norm good is he at his, is he at yeah i mean best? he's you know if it, you have to know what you're in you have to be like a veteran of norm if you can't right. you can't be a newcomer and come into this should i explain norm go ahead should, man. I, should I is it i feel like it's a joke's not funny if you have to explain it but <laughs> i think with norm is kind of the exception because if you don't understand what he's doing, then you just think he's not funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But also, or, also or some people. I mean, I think he's funny just talking. I think the guy's funny. He could just be telling a story about going to get a, a hamburger or something, with no punchline, and I'm still laughing, just because the way he sees the world and he describes it yeah. and his voice. I just, I mean, I, I he's the best weekend update guy. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so brutal. Yeah, he's so, so brutal. I, I watch him on YouTube sometimes. Yeah. He was Brutal man. Yeah, he's was mean. He's good though. I mean, that's he was. that's what it takes to yeah. to challenge the status quo. Yep, and that's what he does, man. Yeah. Well, what Norm does uh, for those who don't aren't familiar with him, um, and and you do watch his special, and you go, "What's the big deal?" Is that he kind of deconstructs jokes, and he'll say the joke, but he does it. He messes with the structure of the joke. It's almost like. When and I know you're not a big fan, but when Radiohead did Kid A and they released a lot of songs with no chorus or no, you know, um, like traditional song structure. Yeah, they they, they changed the structure up mm-hmm. just to mess with your ears and they made it harder to listen to, but more rewarding. Ultimately, mm-hmm. um, Norm does the same thing oh, yeah. where he'll delay a punchline and delay it and delay it. And it's masterful. I mean, he really is a master at it. He will leave you hanging, waiting for that punchline. Sometimes he'll give it to you. Sometimes he won't. Yeah. And that's part of the deconstruction of the joke. And it's still hilarious. But it's, it's, it's honestly, it's a craft. And the way he plays with it, I think, is he's a genius. Yeah, I think and, he's one of, the, he, one of the absolute geniuses of comedy. Yep. You and can it, tell he's, he's, like, he's been working at it forever. And, oh, yeah. And it's just it's, that's him. It's, it's like yeah, it's, it's, such, a, just him. it's exactly. such a big part of him. Yep. That it's just natural now. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, he's been doing it for so long. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen when he did like the Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, too. yeah, dude. He did the, it was like a, a lunch or a dinner yeah. or something. Or, uh-huh. It might have been that's uh, the correspondence. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Uh, it was yeah, a, cor- a correspondence. Oh my gosh. Dinner, yeah. yeah. He was never, oh, never heard from again. After yeah. That. Oh yeah. No, they, they definitely pulled, pulled the plug on him. And there's also... Uh, more more of a flip side, like his tribute, his kind of goodbye to David Letterman. Oh, really? That he did. 
yeah, it's it's great, dude. David was kind of like that too. Yeah, where but he was kind of deadpan and yeah, and like sarcastic, sarcastic, yeah, and like kind of grumpy. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's it's so good because it shows a different side of Norm, not that that same kind of joking side. But the dude is in tears. Yeah, I've seen him do yeah, that before. Telling I've him, seen him do that. Yeah, yeah, telling David Letterman how much he meant to him, he means to him, and that him going away kind of saddens him. Wait, I have seen that. Yeah, dude, it's really good. Wait, that that's not from the stand-up, is it? No, 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 no. Okay, all right. I was like, yeah, I've seen uh, that. Vi- that's a video on that's YouTube. A video. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, yeah, it's I have seen David's that. It's from David's show. Okay. One of his last shows. Yeah, he was crying. He was yep. in tears. Yeah, yep. that was that was cool, man. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like honesty, you know, I, I always appreciate it and vulnerability on mm-hmm. on entertainers, so yeah. to speak. Um, it's just cool to sh- that they show us where they're coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody, I mean, anyone that's willing to lower the facade. Yep. Because we all kind of interact with reality with with a filter on ourselves and on reality, on the world. And we have this kind of barrier between us and it protects us and it keeps us safe, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. You know, I think that's all illusionary in in my opinion, but we do it anyway. It's like our protection and, and it's cool when people are able to lower that and just this is me. This is how I feel. And it's okay. Yeah. That's very cool. So. Master of none. Yes. Sorry. No, that's cool. We, co- we covered one of those things. Yeah. Um, you, you, you kind of went through the whole first season. I had already seen like eight episodes okay. and I needed to, to finish, finish off gotcha. like one and a half. Yeah. But I went back another episode yep. just to kind of refresh my brain and then finish off the first season. So what'd you think? First season. Uh, I thought the first season was fantastic. Uh, the one I got into the show because you sent me that. Did you send me a text or a link? I yeah, can't remember. Yeah, it, it was a text. You were in the middle of watching Bill Murray's something Christmas. Oh, and you're that was like, horrible. You're like, why the hell am I watching this? And I was, was like, bad. well, stop it and watch yeah. watch episode two, I think. I don't know. It's a it dad. Was. The parents. Yeah. One, yeah. Uh-huh. Episode of this. That was such a good episode. And you know what's funny is I've showed that opening scene mm-hmm. of that to so many people. And they're just like, wow. But I don't know if any of them really watched the show. But I ended up watching most of the first season because yeah. of that. Uh, I really like Aziz. I always like to stand up um, his specials. I think he's funny. Yeah, but this this is like on a different level, man. Yeah, I, and I kind of had a thought. And this uh-huh. was the thought that I, I was watching it, and I started thinking about Louie, uh-huh. and I started thinking about crashing. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how Louie, because of his success, he basically opened this door to like a subgenre mm-hmm. of these comedians doing these um, kind of autobiographical, not quite auto, auto, autobiographical mm-hmm. uh, drama mm-hmm. shows where they're given almost free reign yeah. to, to talk about. And it's almost like a, like a dramatization version, like a theater yeah. version of their standup. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And we never had this stuff. Before. Yeah, dude. So I was just really happy. I was like, I really enjoy this kind of sub genre of TV shows. Um, cause I, I did think of Louie and I did think of crashing even girls to a certain yeah. degree. Um, even though she's not a stand up comic, but it's kind of that same everyday normal thing, but it's done in such a way where it's deconstructed. Mm-hmm. And again, I just love the way it's done. And, uh, I thought master of done was the, the first season was great. I, I really liked the wedding one and the one right before it with the old people. Oh yeah, dude. The old people, the old one, people was one was really uh-huh. good. I was like, this is that was a fantastic episode. Yeah. Anytime he's kind of doing a commentary on something, mm-hmm. 
I, I feel it's just spot on and, and really, really good. I thought Master of None was season one was fantastic. And I started watching uh, season two as you were walking yeah. in. You uh, you kind of interrupted, interrupted the first. Yeah, you yeah. totally interrupted. I come in, ah, it's me. Yeah, I know it's a weird intro. I That's exactly how he walks yeah. in. <laughs> does a little like it's trying to be a cartwheel, but he really yeah. just kind of does a tumble. Uh, it hurts every yeah. week. I don't know why I keep trying. Hey man, it works. Yep. Dude. It's you can't change it now. <laughs> yeah, your Love back me. your back will be paying for it later. Like Hogan yeah. with the leg drop. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah, yeah. they expect him to do the leg drop, so he has to I do the to leg do drop, it, yeah. even though he's like lost like three inches of height from doing the <laughs> leg drop for years. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that, man. Yeah, man, it's um, your penance. It is. It's your it penance. is. You got to pay pay to play. Yep. Um, you can't set the bar that high, dude. And then just and then, and then you, you got to keep it up. <laughs> all right. All yeah. right. Next week, dude. I got you. Um, Ali and I are, are a couple episodes deep into season two, and I mentioned to her, I mentioned to her before, but specifically with this show, I kind of reiterated, like, I really hate the binge watching that most people do, um, because for myself, this is personally, I don't, I don't care what you do, um, because I can't absorb and absolutely ponder on things. And, and I, I use this story, um, when I was explaining it to Ali that every week, we would watch The Simpsons on a Sunday. They used to be on... I mean, they're still on on Sundays. And then Monday morning, we would get together and discuss the episode. And we, I mean, the, the man sitting right in front of me here, <laughs> yeah. uh, along with other friends, and we would discuss the episodes, break them down, um, talk about them. Mm. You know, Jokes. And, yeah. And, uh, and, and with the binge watching... It's lost. It's lost. It's just another thing in it, our world that's been homogenized and yeah it's uh-huh. consumed yeah just let me eat it's it just it's it it's kind of like a reactionary thing you're just like oh the next one and the next one and the next one and i get that like because i can relate i i do want to know what happens next mm-hmm. what happens to the, the people i'm invested in but i want to also i you know I, I purpose purposefully want to slow down yeah and go okay man like what what did you get from this episode well it's turned me into a liar yeah <laughs> i lie to myself uh-huh I'll be, I, right now I was like, I'm going to finish the first season. I finished the first season. I'm like, well, like, well I'll start <laughs> the second season just to see what's going on. Yeah. But then I'll quickly. Yeah. And no, I got, I practically finished the first episode. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's not, no, I lied to myself. I'm mm-hmm. lying to myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, that's not cool. Yeah. But no, I, I totally agree. Yeah. You could totally binge watch something and, and then you kind of hate yourself afterwards. I don't know. I mean, they call it a show hole. That there's a there's a term for mm-hmm. it. You're in a show hole afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Show hole. Okay, there we go. There we go. Let me hold on, let me try it. Show hole. That's an awkward word, dude. <laughs> it's just a weird word. Hey Rick, I'm in deep in this show hole. Uh maybe if the robot I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? What robot? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh but yeah, you can get in a show hole. It just doesn't sound right. It doesn't roll off the tongue right, no. man. It just doesn't. That's Hey Jude was actually Hey Jules. Hey show hole. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Hey Jules. Hey Jules. It was such an awkward. That's a weird. Hey Jules. Hey Jules. And then, you know, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Scouser accent. So just adding on top of that. Yeah. So they changed it to Jude, who's no one. Yeah. Beloved song by millions. Well, written to no one in exist. particular yeah horrible mm-hmm. but yeah man i i i agree with you and i try to refrain from the from the binge, the binge watching uh-huh. but I'll, I'll me and marcy will do it 
from time to time and then we, we do regret it afterwards yeah or like she'll she'll say no let's stop on the last episode because i don't want it to end and i'm like we have no we have to finish it now or we'll we'll do the same thing we'll lie to ourselves yeah. one more one more and then we'll finish that one and we'll look at each other and be like, well, now we have to no, finish. We, ha- we yeah. have, obviously, we're only three away from the end. So <laughs> Exactly. Uh-huh. It's, all hor- it's, it's a horrible practice. It is. It is. It is terrible. And, and I'm talking, I'm speaking personally. I just, I try not to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, come on, let's, let's take it easy. It's add it to the list of things that are lost. Yeah. For example, do you remember when an album would come out? Oh, yeah. And you would wait on Monday morning till midnight and you would go to Tower Records and they would sell you the disc (laughs) or the record at midnight and you would like open it up and look at the artwork and the disc and that whole experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was like one of Marcy's favorite things. That's great. And she's like, she's she was so upset, you know, that that's not a thing anymore. I was like, but digital, you know, like my OCD loves the it not taking up space. But now yeah. that time has passed, like I totally agree with her, man. Yeah, like you're wrong. something's lost. Yeah, you're, I was you're clearly, wrong. You're clearly I was clearly wrong. wrong. Yeah, you're you, she is 100% right. Yeah. The the um, ritual, you know, of of that. Like I I remember getting insomniac, right? It's the the follow-up to Dookie. Yep. And I remember much taking, maligned follow-up. Yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, like the the process. I skated to the bus stop. The bus took me to the mall. I had to buy it at a warehouse. At the warehouse. Okay. I was like, either Sam Goody or the warehouse, because yeah. there was two. There's two music stores. stores. What? Ugh. So, so yeah, I bought, I bought that, and I didn't like. I took it outside, and I was meeting my, the rest of my friends at the courthouse on H Street Street to skate. Right. And I was right, so steps. yeah, I was so um, obsessed. I was like, I thought about going home. Just to listen to it. Just listen to it. But I was like, eh. I went over, um, sat down like by myself, and I just opened it, you know, and I opened yeah, it. Opened and I, the plastic yeah, and, and I just read, smell it. read everything. And okay. I had, I don't think I had, I didn't have a CD Walkman at that point. So I, there's no way. God, but that CD whole Walkmans were so bad. Yeah. That whole day was just like let anticipation. Me, yeah. Let me skate so I can go home, go home and, and do this. And sure enough, I, you know, bailed home early to, to go home and, then do that again, pop it in and read, read along. Completely along. extinct experience yeah. in a era of instant gratification, man. Yep. Where we get something and we want it now. I want it immediately and you get it. And then you're just like, Ugh. I remember being a kid and having to wait till I got home to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it was sitting, sitting at a store or the basement of the Broadway or yeah. Whatever it was at at the racetrack waiting for my dad, mm-hmm. just sitting there looking at the cover art or the whatever, whether it was a CD, CD or, or a game yeah. or a tape. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Video games too, man. Yeah. Just sitting there. Can't yep. wait to play it when I get home. And then you play it and then you're like, well, you got to go to bed soon. So you only you could only play it for oh, a little yeah. while because then it's rules. bedtime. That's weird. But it kind rules. of made you enjoy things a little more. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never thought I'd be sentimental about having things so limited, but there was something to that. You know, when too much of anything is bad. Bad, yes. And the instant gratification thing is, it's out, of, it's out of, completely out of control. Yeah, yeah. But so that, was so when you got home and did you just immediately consume in, insomniac? Yeah, and and the weird thing is too, I had my friend Julio, um, him and I always had this like, not a debate, but this thing going on where he, when he would buy an album or we would buy an album, you know, whatever it was, and share it, uh, if it's a new new music to us he would then play it again i can only listen to it once 
like once in the a.m once in the p.m again i have to i have to listen to it and go man and just that was good absorb it and then go go off and do something else and then come back to it he immediately was like no he you know his uh tape deck or cd player was immediately on repeat right right you know so he just inst- just listened to it again and i'm like dude i don't know how you can do that i can't do it i need to like i need to decompress from this amazing album i just listened yeah, to yeah I, I feel the same way about uh movies and music mm-hmm. albums i i have to take a step back and you know what i mean and i won't even judge it i'll just absorb it and listen, for, especially for music, I have to really listen to an album like three or four times before I can accurately oh, yeah. have any real feeling. I mean, aside from your initial, what it makes yeah. you feel, Yep, yep. but your feelings towards it, yeah. I guess. Because then, then you really start going, okay, track four, mm-hmm. eh, I don't know. And then yeah. you know, four listens into it, you're like, well, I kind of do like it. Yeah. The best albums are always growers anyway. Yep, yep. You know, the ones that you're not quite sure about at first. You know, not instantly, doesn't grab you immediately. It's not that, you know, sort of instant, uh, not gratification. I don't want to use the same word, but it's accessible right away. Like, oh, that sounds so good, where you kind of have to dig a little deeper. Yeah, dig deep. Yeah, to, to find it. Yeah, man. It being Also, being on the flip side, I worked at record stores for years, and being on that side of selling people that new release, you know, some of them were, most of them actually were garbage, you know, like, the new 50 cent and Jack Johnson are like releases. I can oh, remember Jack Johnson. <laughs> Those are releases. I can remember where people, I opened the doors and people were just 10 AM. We didn't do midnight once. Um, 10 AM. We're just like, you know, streaming in to get those records. Um, and I mean, whatever for the nice part, it was cool to see people excited about music. Um, but also, I remember uh, that Queens of the Stone Age record coming out, the one that really made them big. The first one? Or it wasn't well, the first it's one. It's their third. Um, yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, um, And like playing that and in the store and some people like, oh, yeah, I heard that song on the radio. But then you dig deep and you're like, man, right. this album is it's good. classic, dude. Uh, yeah. Um, what else was I? I think, oh, there's a Metallica release somewhere along those lines, too, that people, there's a line for load no it wasn't load reload. it wasn't reload i don't know what the hell it was who cares um <laughs> but it, you know there there was also the handful of people that came in for the smaller releases that they, you know release day was a big day for us you were at music trader right um so they were they had an offshoot called movie trader and that's where i was and where was this pacific beach i was Holy there crap i was there for a little bit and then they Commute. Op- <laughs> yeah then they opened a. Uh, a second branch in Chula Vista. Which I think is, I went to that one in PB. Yeah, it was cool. Was it on the main that yeah. main street? Garnet. Was it like a kind of grayish building? Yeah, sounds. Well, I don't know. The gray one was Second Spin. Oh, is that's that what that was, was? That's where I was for four years at that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember that one. It was across the street from Movie Trader. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember going there with Marcy one time. Um, that was like one of our first dates. Oh, okay. We bought like a CD and. We drove and listened to it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Random. Yeah, but that it's you know, gone, dude. It's gone. Yeah. It's just gone. You uh, could try to recreate it, but I mean, how would that even? No, and now nowadays it's it's like uh, well, from what I see, it's the kids buying vinyls at what that's how they say it at uh, Urban Outfitter. That's, yeah, it's brutal. And I don't. I doubt they. I. I'm pretty sure they just buy it. They're like, yay, and then man, let me just throw it here. Instagram posts. 
Yep. Look at this album. Look at these records I bought because I'm into records. Oh, that's rough. Uh, the thing that does bother me about that more than anything is the fact that records went from being cheaper than CDs <laughs> yeah, dude. to being way more expensive than CDs. Yep. You know what got me into vinyl? Aside from the fact that I already had a Techniques 1200 was the fact that I could go to a record store and with $30, I could walk out with three records mm-hmm. instead of a CD and maybe a single. Cause back then CDs were like seventeen dollars, yeah, bucks, dude. and records were nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. eight ninety nine, five ninety nine. I remember going to Amoeba in Hollywood, and dude, I would go with fifty bucks. I'd walk out of there with like an yeah. arms full dude, of e- records. Even here, when when Off the Record was on um, on Fifth, yeah, um, you could walk in there with twenty, thirty bucks and walk out with. Yeah, a, a loot. new new old uh, loot exactly. Dude, yeah. Like you could walk around, you know, and and be satisfied. Like, dude, I can't wait to listen right. to these. And like, this is nuts. Look at yeah. all this music I have. Yep. I still have some records where the the price tag is still on yeah. the like plastic because like I like slice tower. <laughs> yeah, price or tag, like yeah. or the amoeba or, ones, amoeba, and yeah. it would be like eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine, and this was not that long ago. I mean, I'm not talking when I was you know young. This is still like eight years ago Mm -hmm. i'm like they haven't tripled in price in eight years for no reason it's because people are buying them and they're going okay we could sell them at hot topic and where was the other story outfitters urban outfitters yeah and you could buy places like that for thirty dollars best buy thirty dollars for a record i'm just i can't i don't know man it's not a good time (laughs) to be into records no not at all and and some of those aren't even 180 gram vinyl no, they're so not. They're just, just garbage they're just cardboard garbage, record. Yeah. yeah, you know, so it's overpriced out there. And I remember buying the 180 gram vinyl, and that was like 15.99. Yeah, it was like do- almost double the price, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, but you know, it had the plastic and the seal and everything, and I would I would get the special edition 180 gram yeah. vinyl. Why not? Yeah, why not? If it was an album I really loved, because mm-hmm. you want. I mean, the now point it's is like to make them bucks. last forever. Yeah, <laughs> for that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Records, man. Yeah, we went on a tangent there. Mm-hmm. I, I believe, I believe, oh. I'm not sure, but I believe we have some questions. Well, that was a good tangent, though. I liked it. Let's Thank see you. here. Question coming in from Instagram. Our Instagram is We Don't Know Podcast. Go ahead and send your questions and comments and concerns, and we will respond. Olivia here writes I'm going to write ex- I'm going to read exactly what you wrote Liz. That's cool. You know how certain smells trigger memories or there's smells that you love that might be weird to other people? What are those for you guys? I guess it's a two-part question that could bring up some interesting stories or not. Or not. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we entertain you. Y- you want to go or, or should I go? Um certain smells trigger memories. You got one? B- books. Books? Yeah. Um, That's a good one. There's uh yeah, so so books on shelves. Like if I go over to your shelf right now and probably thumb through a book, it reminds me of uh, my brother Alex's like book stash that he had mm-hmm. on his desk. More specifically, Silence of the Lambs. Um, he read the book? Yeah. And I, and I read it. I probably would, you know... I've told people this. I probably shouldn't have read it at whatever age I, I Oh, read that's it. right. Remember yeah. <laughs> Scared the crap out of me. And there's a lot of inappropriate things, but um, 
I'm you know I'm stoked it was there and like I, the prison guard. Yeah, or not the prison guard. <laughs> no, the no, prisoner. The prisoner. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a funny scene in the movie. Um, so that, it, it takes me back to like his piles of books. Um, Stephen King's The Tower. Uh, oh, you read that? I yeah. I mean, I read it, but not that. Like, I just remember seeing. I can vividly smell a book and like close my eyes and I see that desk and his piles of Stephen nice. King and all those books that I was just like, what the heck is, and, 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 and seeing him like, you know, like he, I know he worked at Seven Eleven like a night shift and also that book night shift. But, um, <laughs> and you know, like literally like in his back pocket or something like come home and boom, set the book down and pass out on the couch. And I don't know, I, as a, I don't know, that might sound weird, but I thought that was so cool. Like, no, that's that's awesome. Dude. Yeah, so that's so, exactly I think what she meant. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one for me, man. What about you? Uh, I have a couple, and they're both kind of related to seasons. Um, the first one is, uh, you know, like on a Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. in in Chila Vista. Okay. Hot day. Yep. And you walk outside, and you smell charcoal. Oh yeah, dude. And, and it's not just in your house or your no. house. It's the, the whole neighborhood. The neighborhood. It smells like charcoal and carne asada. Yep. That to me and feeling the like the, the heat outside yeah. mixed with that smell. That's just, I mean, that to me, that's, it's, it's my childhood. It's so many things. Um, waking up on a cold winter morning and coming out of my bedroom and smelling like menudo in the house, mm-hmm. you know, um, that winter smell when you're know, driving or you walk out of your work or whatever it is and it's late, you know, you know, cause winter, it gets darker earlier. Yep. So you walk out, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock and it's dark outside dark, yeah. and it's cold and it's wet. Yeah. So that smell of the rain plus yeah. the coldness, uh-huh. uh, that it reminds me of, um, like listening to certain albums or like certain times, like, like it specifically reminds me of when me and Marcy first got together, mm. like that winter. Cause we got together in January. So it reminds me of that winter of just, you know, we were always out and about listening to, to records and, or CDs and albums and that, sm- that smell at night time, cold rain, it just, that's a, a memory for me. I yeah. So I think they're all related to, to seasons there but yeah those those are the ones that pop to mind when i think of smells that's cool man yeah um i don't think i have any well farts <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the the men's restroom certainly does have a smell Ugh. yeah and that'll take you uh why is there so much urine on the floor in a men's restroom that's what i never understood i wondered like are people just yeah, maybe they got like a dual, you know, like they're not spraying in that one direction. Then maybe it's a dual. Oh, right, right, uh, right. Yeah, there's some problems going problems on Problems going on there. It's it. I, I feel like it's strong. I feel like it's intentional. Oh, like someone's like, take that floor. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm in a public restroom. I'll just piss on the seat piss or whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's that sucks. That has its own its own smell. Yep. Um the plastic like new video game plastic yes um reminds me of new video game plastic yeah you know like it's just like yeah you every, open it up crack it open yeah just smells good and it reminds me of of uh 
yeah, just being a kid, and that was your only concern. It was. You know? Yeah. Got to play this game. Yeah, I remember waking up in the summer, and it was like, I remember my sister saying something like, the only thing you have to worry about is what you're going to do today. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's summertime. Also, pizza. Pizza smells real good. (laughs) That just smells good. Yeah, like you walk into a pizza house, (laughs) walk into Mr. V's, that smell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, Bicycle tire. Ah, yes. Because I'm trying to at least bike. And but every time I smell that, I'm like, dude, that just like Childhood. takes me to BMX, like yeah. you know, bombing hills and jumping dirt, and it's just like that's what it reminds me of when yeah, I smell totally. that tire, uh, totally tire rubber. That's totally right. Um, what about smells that you love that might be weird for other people? Uh, Vegas, the smoke. Okay, the smoke on my clothes. Like I remember, like even my parents coming home. You know, like hugging my mom when she came home and like she smelled, smelled like a like casino. That. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's that's a smell. It's probably not a great smell. You know, cigarette smoke. But yeah. but to you, you're instantly, yeah, yeah. instantly Vegas. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Back before they did the air fresh. Now you walk in, they like pump oxygen and air yeah. freshener into the to try to. And also people are smoking less because they're kind of like, oh, you know, it's all it does is kill us and take our money. Yeah. So people are kind of smoking less now. Um. So there's that. And then there's also more clean air laws and stuff. So there's a lot less of it, but I remember back in like the eighties and nineties, it was, you know, it was full <laughs> bore, you know, people smoking at the meat, at the machines oh, yeah, and, imagine, you know, at dude. the cafes. I remember seeing this website and it was like, this is really, as far as niche goes, like <laughs> weird things. Uh, me and my cousin were looking at photos of malls in the 80s oh you, you told me about this yeah, yeah i tell you about yeah, this yeah, you but it, what blew me away was all the people with cigarettes mm-hmm. indoors indoor malls yeah. sitting at a like at a bench at an indoor mall you know the wood paneling yep. and everything from the 80s and like the fake uh plants yep and uh they're sitting there with cigarettes I'm like, Whoa. it's like every photo there's at least, at least one person yeah. with a cigarette indoors which is completely foreign now because we live in california and it's 2017 <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's you don't see that. super weird. It's yeah. a weird thing. That's weird. Man, I don't think I have a weird smell that anybody would think it's weird. Um, You said farts. <laughs> yeah, but I just like... Like your I mean, cat's litter box or something? Like something that brings a memory? No, no cat's litter box, no fart. Um, you know, I would... No, no, I got nothing, man. Nothing? Nothing, nothing on the on the weird... And the weird, I guess the, uh, some people like it. Some people don't is the, um, grass. Oh, like freshly cut grass. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Some people hate it. Really? Yeah. hate it? Yeah. I've heard some people like, uh, but that that reminds me of of being like on the block as a kid. Yeah, definitely. Another one would be death for me. I don't particularly like it, but it reminds me of my childhood. Like, like dead animals. Dead animals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. Like I remember, definitely. Um, my mom would be like, take out the trash. Cause I'm, you know, I'm I'm a kid. kid, So I'm like doing my chores and I would go to take out the trash and I'd pull up cause back then there were cans, metal cans. I'd pull up the the can lid and the smell of death would just hit my face. And I, you're, you never expect it. No. I mean, I guess at some point I started to, but at first, you know, you open the can and boom, like dead animal. Because, you know, my dad had chickens. Yeah. And sometimes they die. They die yeah. yeah like either. A, a, yeah. They they fight or, yep. you know, a cat or a possum. Or, yeah. 
what are those other raccoon we get them sometimes mm-hmm. uh or a hawk i've seen a hawk just like fly swoop, swoop down and just pick up a hen it so looks like, just like a like a bird carrying a basketball just I can flying away imagine it right now. yeah and the bird always dies instantly yeah they they die from fear uh-huh. and so yeah i would open my dad would just throw them away, throw them away yeah. yeah throw in the trash so i'd open it and then bam smell of death yeah, dude, and and for me, the, the same smell, but it was like we'd be biking or walking through the river bottom. Oh, and then yes. You're like, oh, yeah, you just and know like a dog that smell, or a yeah. raccoon, mm-hmm. or something, or a frog. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember those big yeah, frogs big, in the river bottom? Yeah, oh, yeah. those things stunk when they died. Yeah, so that that's a weird one, but I instantly I'm like in the river bottom. Yep. For those of you that don't know, the river bottom is, uh, <laughs> it's an amazing fucking place. Yes, it's a wonderland for for it was. the youth. Yeah. It really was. It's just like a a body of water, so to speak. That's you know, a, it depends what season it is, but there's water down there. It's it's woods. It's like woodsy tree. They've area. turned it into a uh, nature preserve. It's a nature preserve. But before it was like yeah. a dump for heroin addicts and homeless and us and taggers and taggers and satanists. Satanists. That's yeah, right. Uh-huh, they yeah. would have their seances. Yep, the seances. Yeah, that was that was yep. something that legitimately happened. Yeah, down there. and then us kids, we we'd mostly go there with our BB guns and mm-hmm. cause havoc or just shoot fire. It was adventures, whatever you were into. Yeah, whatever de- degenerate like yeah, you know, like non jock uh, type of thing that you didn't fit into or do. That's you go do that. It was an adventure. It was like the Wild West down there. Man. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was really great. So that it, that's what dead animal or death. Yeah, the smell of death. Death reminds me of that. Part. I don't know if that's accurate as the smell of death, but it was definitely the smell of dead animal for yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I haven't smelled it in a while, but yeah, mm, it'll come. Yeah, rat in the crawl space or something. Oh, dude, you ever had that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a, I had a mouse in the in a wall once, and that oh, was terrible. that's just terrible, yeah. man. Doesn't worst. go away. It does not. Hopefully, that answers the question. Thank it? you, Liv. Yeah, thank you. That was cool. Uh, I have a question. Oh okay. wait, you have one. I do. Yes. Oh yeah, my, my, but mine mine is kind of dumb and yeah, short. I, it dude, I I got the Gmail notification yeah, yeah. and I was like, what the hell is so this? I wrote myself an email to to bring this up. Um, I'll start with the question. It's what's the worst fingertip you can get cut on? And I have a story behind it. So, okay. So me first or you first? So I mean, if you want me to tell a story, or do you want to you want to know what fingertip? Is oh the worst? well. Yeah, well, you go and then and then okay. Or, yeah. So I was just messing with my cat, with our cat Geezer. Oh. And you got gouged. Yeah, I got gouged, but it was you know like obviously I knew what I was in for, um, and I was like ah you know not the middle finger that hurt ah and I was like ah bastard ah, it's not that much blood okay I'm good, you know went about my day and this was right before uh, the inventory day at work so I had a lot of things to do right you had a lot of. Yeah. Things to touch. Yep. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, man, that hurts. It's that middle finger. Yeah. That middle finger. I, I don't realize. I, I'm picking up this bottle right now. Yeah. It's it's definitely the middle finger. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I'm it's like, ah, 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 no band-aids in the house. Good thing it's on your left hand, though. Yeah, You're, exactly. you're right-handed, right? Yeah, I'm right-handed. Oh, you got lucky. No band-aids in the house. So I'm just exposed all day until I get to work and I get to steal a band-aid. And finally, that Band-Aid caused relief because it's like cushion, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, then it made me think, like, I wonder what Rick's idea of the worst fingertip you can get cut on is. The funny thing about that, I shit you not, dude. You, I don't know if you could see it. Yeah, you could still see it. Yep. See it? Yep. See that? Yeah, I do, dude. That is a burn. <laughs> and uh, what happened is um, Marcy and I were making paninis. We have a panini maker that my brother George slash Jorge <laughs> bought for me <laughs> and um, and his wife, Patty. They bought us a panini maker yeah. for Christmas. 
And so we, I love grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I love them. I'm a grilled cheese sandwich fiend. Nice. And we were making grilled paninis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the difference Me is. Me uh, We are making paninis, and I thought that it had like a, a little plastic tray. Okay. And so it was kind of on the edge. And so I went to push the panini maker. Yeah. And there was no plastic tray. And so my finger went right onto the panini thing and, and it burned. Burned. It. Yeah, and it left a nice little and what, singe And what finger is that? Index finger. Okay. Index finger. And as I was going about my day, yep. uh, because I'd take shower, all that stuff, I realized I didn't really need my index finger. I could just kind of do this. Just, yeah. just uh-huh. move it out move of the, it way out the way and use my hand minus my index finger. Yep. And it was pretty much fine. Yeah. So I was like, hey, this is not too bad. I mean, it sucks. It hurts. I had to put like aloe vera and all that stuff because it, it was a good burn. I left it on there for way too long. Yeah. And I applied pressure because I was pushing. Yeah, pushing. So yeah, it was, it was a shitty burn. But because it was on that finger, I didn't have to deal with too much after effects. Nice. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say the middle, middle finger. I was like, I was thinking that as I was doing all these, I was like taking a shower and I yeah. was like, man, this is, if it was my middle finger, I'd be screwed right now. Yeah. It sucks. So yeah, I would definitely vote for middle finger of your wiping hand. Oh. Hasht- hashtag potty talk. Ooh. Middle finger of your wiping hand. Of your wiping hand. Yeah. yeah. I am left handed, but I, I wipe with the right. I don't know. Would you switch wipe at that in that? I had to do that once yeah. when um I broke my hand. Yeah. Did I ever tell you this story? Maybe. Tell the folks. Tell the, the folks, folks at yeah. home. Yeah. Okay. The folks. <laughs> I uh I was I was having a a, a row uh-huh. with my uh with my girlfriend at the time and uh, I got really mad and threw a fit and back then and well even now actually I have this bad habit of punching holes in walls, typical right? Typical guy, guy dumb yeah. guy stuff. Typical dumb yeah. guy stuff, okay. absolutely. And I had punched many a hole <laughs> in my wall because of that girl. Uh-huh. And so this time I went to punch the wall and I hit a beam. Oh. And so I knocked out my two, the, these two knuckles, yep. which are the last two pinky knuckle and the one next to it, knocked them out. They, they, they went instead of breaking uh, they, they went popped in out and, and see out. this here okay yeah this area that holds these these bones yep. that are behind your knuckles yep they're like cups mm-hmm. so to get this bone out of those cups is not easy mm-hmm. it's not a flat yeah socket like your knee mm-hmm. it's like a cup so it's like a ball in a cup yeah to get that bone in there and uh so i popped those out and they had to put, you know, they had to pop them in and stuff. And I remember the, the doctor was a spec. Yeah, I, I went to the ER. And they're like, well, we can't do anything. So they sent me home. They gave me Vicodin. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it was all high out of my mind yeah. in pain. I was doing this all night. I had Ugh. like bleeding on my arm from, yeah. you know, trying to from distract cr- yeah, the pain. Just, uh-huh. And so um, I went to a specialist. Specialist like, I've never seen this before. I'm like, this is not the shit you want to hear. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. And you're writhing in agony, uh-huh. right? And so he's like, okay, lay down. And he puts a shot into my bone, yeah. right into the bone. He puts a shot and I'm like, damn, that hurts. And he's like, yeah, we're just waiting for the medicine to take effect. I'm laying there and I notice like three nurses come in, but they're male nurses yeah. and they're like huge, yeah. like these just big dudes. And I'm like, why are they here? Some goons. Yeah. Goons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hired, Hired goons. goons. Hired goons. And, uh, one of them. Yeah, well, all three of them, they surround me <laughs> and they stay, one of them puts his hands on my shoulder, the other ones. And I'm like, oh shit, they're holding me down. Yeah. Cause this is going to Cause hurt. this is going to hurt. And so he popped it back in oh. and it hurt. It hurt real bad. Yeah. It hurt real bad. Uh-huh. And, uh, 
he put a cast on it and I could not wipe with my right hand. At so that you point, have to I had have to, switch. to switch. Yeah, it was a it was a rough it was a rough period. Yeah, man. My in my life. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. S- switching hands. Try it. Try it tonight. Yeah, try guys. it tonight, guys. If you're listening to this, switch hands. Hashtag potty talk. Let us know how it goes. Uh hashtag it potty talk. Potty talk. P O D D Y. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for the question, Horace. Thank you for the question. Yeah. You had a, you you had a question for me, Jerry? I did. Yeah. Uh, Marcy has a question. They, all right. My lovely wife. Yes. Thank you, Marcy. And and um she's a, a great supporter of the podcast. She I listens to it. it. She's not behind on three episodes right now. Okay. So. Very good. Yeah. She'll she'll hear this next month. So okay. It won't even matter. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding, babe. Um <laughs> describe a time when music pulled you through. Um, <laughs> your face i knew i had a feeling you were gonna react like that uh, like oh god so many times damn it yeah so many times man uh is there one that stands out um dang man i i i well the one of the biggest ones is high school all oh just through that entire period all of high school yeah middle school was was a little bit more pleasant and middle school was awesome yeah but I high school it. was rough man so high school sucked um Everything I discovered musically there, like punk and and what went on to be called emo, um, a lot of the indie rock like stuff. Like I, I definitely went from like punk only to like whoa, this is what is this and what is that. Like just the in the, the discovery helped me through the torture that was not being not fitting into anything. Feeling um, isolated. Feeling isolated, yeah. feeling lonely. Um, you know, obviously we had our group of people that eventually clicked with, but like, you know, we found that that was the common theme in our hanging out. So high school is a big one for me, man. Just everything I listened to, everything, every single band, Sunny Day Real Estate, Nirvana, Jawbreaker, um, you know, all the punk stuff. And it doesn't matter, you know, 91X during that time, you know, like, it's a lot dude like a lot of stuff a lot it's too much too much to even like it that that time shaped me musically you know Mm -hmm. and um if it wasn't for music i don't know man i don't know what what would have happened to me in high school wow because i hate i i despised it like no believe me i i I know i know you agree i Uh I dropped out (laughs) yeah so did i so did i i you know i got kicked out but that's I don't some people don't understand like when you tell them like I did not like high school and then they're like whatever dude. yeah there's almost anything I would rather do yeah than have to experience that again yep like when I think about it I just every single facet of it was awful yeah yeah I hated it <laughs> yeah and for me music you know, like in, whatever, whenever I can in between class, uh, walking home, mm-hmm. walking to school, however I can consume it, you know, during that time period, help me through it. So did you do like the whole Walkman thing? Oh, yeah. Just to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed tapes, uh, having carrying tapes in backpacks, like nice. you know, exchanging. Um, had to get through it somehow, man. I also did the, the hoodie, put a hoodie on, uh, snap two headphones apart, put the headphone uh like trail your headphone one headphone the right headphone through your under your your hoodie through the sleeve and then lean on the desk like i'm paying attention to the teacher holy crap um but listening really? to yeah but listening to nirvana pennywise whatever i want you know 
I have never right even ear. heard of that. That yeah. is genius. Yeah. That's how much I hated, number one, my time in high school, and how much, number two, I love music, good music. Wow. I like I didn't care. If yeah, you, the the odds were really stacked in the music. Yeah, because when you hated it and then you loved music, yeah. so it was like, how could I not do this? Yeah, yeah. like I didn't. All I wanted to do was all man. I want to do was skate or like right. play my guitar or listen to something. You know, like that's all. I didn't. I didn't care what. I don't care about man. <laughs> no. But yes, yeah, so so the that's I think that's one of the biggest times where music got me through something that sucked. Uh, for me, I I was gonna say. Uh, when I was, when I was younger, uh, well, yeah, I'll say both. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have two, two periods. Um, the first one is when I was really young was the Smiths Yep. because I remember being like in middle school when I got really into them, like sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. And I remember never quite feeling like other people. And it's a feeling that kind of stays with me even today. It stays with me even today. Sorry. Uh, is that I never felt, I felt strange. Mm-hmm. I felt like a strange person. And when I listened to the Smiths, a lot of that music was written from that perspective of it's, we're strange and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that was a thing. Like I remember even having friends, I'm not going to say any names, but I had friends in high school that would be like, you're weird. They were my friends yeah. and they would, I would say something and then they'd be like, you're weird. Why do you say stuff like that? And so I stopped being myself and I started playing a part yeah. of someone that like just act like everyone else. And, um, the Smiths kind of made me go, you know what? Screw that. This is who I am. You know what I mean? So that was, that was, a that was one time that music got me through that. And that would be the most, like the biggest one, but then obviously adulthood comes along. Yep. And um, I had like a triple, <laughs> like a triple combo. Triple whammy of yeah, uh, events. Yeah, my godmother died, followed very shortly by my dog, which I, I really, really loved that mm-hmm. dog. Um, Kaneda is like my favorite dog. Sorry, Cornelius, but... Canada was my favorite dog and um it was a different relationship me and marcy have talked about this mm-hmm. my relationship with Canada, he was my he was my best friend yeah uh Cornelius is like a like a fur baby mm-hmm. he's like my child yeah. it's just a different dynamic different, different definitely and so my yeah my godmother died uh my dog died and then my brother died yeah. and it was like boom boom oh, yeah. and it, like i was on my knees and the last one came in when yeah. my brother died and it was like it was a, it just i collapsed yeah, i completely much. imploded dude like, I mean, I went really, really off the deep of not caring, drinking, eating, just self-destructive, yeah. just completely self-destructive. And uh, music got me through that big time. And a lot of what I was listening to was punk at that time. Mm-hmm. A lot of rancid. And I remember having this conversation months back, um, episodes back, where we were talking about favorite bands yeah. and stuff. And I said it was The Clash. Yeah. And <clears throat> I gave it some real long thought and I, I, I was wrong. It was rancid. Yeah. Rancid saved me. Yeah. There were times where, where I was really, really in dark places and that music got me through it. Like really, really did. So yeah. Rancid. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's like, I, I listening to you tell that I could tell, you know, exactly how I feel, Yeah. you know, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's people out there hopefully listening that that know that as well like oh i'm sure 
you know. For sure, yeah. Music is, it's it's like medicine. Yeah, it it really is, and it's for it's for the soul. You know what I mean? Uh, I I told you earlier when you came in here, I was like, I've been having a rough week. You know, I've been having just been kind of down. Mm-hmm. And when I drove over here, I was blasting music and just you know what I mean, screaming my head off. Yeah, and that's like therapy. It, it's it's it comes from inside. It's not, it's deep within you. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, you let it out. And I think only music can do that. Yeah. Music or like, I don't know, I guess for some people it's like working out or there, there are other things yeah. that can do that. But for me, music is that thing that does that when I'm feeling that way, music can take it away. Well said. Puts me in a good place. Same here, man. Just so you know, we're, right at an hour right yep. now 30 seconds so yep. we can we should we should wrap this up uh, but uh thanks for the questions guys yes thank that you was, for they that. were good and um did should we mention that we're having a special midweek yes uh i don't know is it a it is a podcast it but is. it's it's not really an episode of our normal podcast mm-hmm. it's a slightly different format there is a video game reveal for a game that uh, me and George are both excited about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how you agreed with me. I was waiting for you to be like, well, the jury's not out yet. Well, but I mean, it's it's different levels of excitement, man. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. But that's what... There is some there is some trepidation d- d- on my end, too. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. just so you know. Um, the Destiny 2 reveal is on Thursday, March 18th at 11. 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? Yeah. Oh my God, I have to be on time that day. Yeah. Actually, I have to be early. You have to be early. Okay, so um, we will be talking before the reveal. We will then watch, we'll stop recording, watch the reveal, and then talk about it afterwards. So it'll be kind of like a mini episode. It probably won't be as long. Yeah. And uh, it won't be, it'll be just about the game. Yeah. So, so yeah. If, if, if you can care less about video games or that video game in general, don't, it's, yeah, don't, yeah, listen, don't to even it. listen to it. <laughs> um, I did set up a Skype account oh, nice so um if you do want to interact with us that day you can call in and uh be on the podcast we could talk about it if you're excited if you hate it whatever your reaction is we'd love to have you on skype and and hear what you got to say about it you know um we could also well we might be able to you know get that feature into our regular podcast as well but i definitely want to yeah, try, try it, it out, out. For destiny yeah it's and a, see that's how it a good that's a good time to roll it out so yeah i'll, I'll uh, let you We'll maybe tweet out or end Instagram the oh, Skype right. handle so you I can forgot. so you can give us a ring. Um, but yeah, thank you. I'm I'm excited to do that and more other specials that we'll have down the pipe. Yeah, that's definitely something we wanted to do going forward, just to do kind of like one-off yep. specials where we just talk about one thing for a, a kind of mini episode, I mm-hmm. guess. So yeah, we'll hopefully see you guys on Thursday. If not, we'll see you guys next Monday. Thank you so much. Uh, our Instagram is We Don't Know Podcast. And that's an at in front of it. At yes. Our Gmail account. We don't know podcast one. The number one. Yep. And then our Twitter is We Don't Know Cast. And that is on the Twitter. On the Twitter. So Correct, sir. Twat us, please. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you guys next week. Mm.